Hey everybody, it's Doug. And this is Renee. And welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Life. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back. You can't laugh at the beginning of the podcast because they might want to laugh with us. They don't know what goes on behind the scenes. Oh my goodness. They don't know that the engineer, a.k.a. Renee... (laughs) (laughs) Had a couple of uh, mess ups. I wasn't going to say that. Well, I, I I'll, just, I'll say it. Hey, we transparent. It was, it was funny. Yeah, but you can't come on the podcast and start laughing because then they're like, what is he laughing at? They yeah. they missed the whole joke. Well, it, well, nothing was said, really. Well, they then they still missed. So Why are you laughing? Just laugh with me. Because oh. I laugh, you laugh, we laugh together. Okay. Well, I wanted to give them a reason to laugh together. I love Welcome back. I love you too, husband, so very much. Oh, so welcome back. Welcome back. Yes. This is the day, whatever day you're listening to the podcast that the Lord has made. And we want you to choose to rejoice and be glad in it. It's a choice. Because it's a choice. Yes. Yes. So we are glad mm-hmm. and we are rejoicing because we know God blessed us to see this day. Another podcast, another week, another week, another, just another moment, another second, another minute. We want you actually, as I'm saying this in my spirit, I feel led to say, just take a moment to think of the goodness of the Lord. Take a moment to think of the fact that you made it through 2020. Uh, You made it through almost a quarter way through 2021 and Things may not be as perfect as you would like for them to be, or things may not be as great, and you believe in God for some things, but thank Him for what you do have. Mm -hmm. You have breath in your body. If you're listening to this podcast, guess what? You can hear. Some people can't hear. If you can see and you can dress yourself and you're not in a hospital and you have the use and activity of your limbs, thank God for the little things. Thank God. And some people may think it's a big thing. You know, some people who can't see, who who can't hear, who can't walk, who might be sick. Um, this is a big thing for them. So just thank God for everything, big, small, medium, whatever it may be. Just take a moment and thank God. I'm thankful for God. I'm thankful to God. So sometimes, and you and I discussed this again. This this is not. This was not planned. What we're about to talk about. How sometimes you're not thankful. If you're looking at somebody else's life and you're not appreciative of the race you have and you're trying to wherever you're trying to get to, you know, you're trying to get to there, get to that point right now, whatever you're struggling with or whatever your storm is right now, you're trying to, you know, get through it, get over it, uh, get on to the next point, uh, next step in your life. And sometimes um, especially in your younger years, you just want to get from point A to point B and you don't appreciate the the process. The journey. The journey. Yes. And not not everyone, you know, is gonna run a hundred miles an hour. You know, you have to run the the race with the grace that God has given you. Yes. At and, the pace. At the yeah. pace. Yes. yes. And so just be appreciative. You know, this is another day. You know, maybe your 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 objective for the day and was just to win the day. 
you know, just to be alive and say, thank you, Jesus, for this day. And then tomorrow we'll work on tomorrow. Um, next week we'll work where we're about next week. But today, you know, God has graced you just to win the day, not to not to take anything for granted. You know, we want to redeem the time and we don't want to be slowful and all those things. But sometimes you just have to be appreciative. And sometimes that means not looking at other people, other lives, other marriages and say, oh, I wish we were them. And I wish, you know, they don't go through anything. Every marriage goes through something. Mm-hmm. And you're looking from the outside. You have you looking you looking at it, looking at other couples mm-hmm. from the outside. You really don't know. So it's important not to focus on, as the saying goes, um, what the Joneses have. Yeah. And you have to be intentional. If there's one thing we've been stressing over the last year plus is that in order to have a successful, godly, successful marriage, you have to be intentional. Yes. And the power of life and death is in your tongue. It's not in, you know, anything else. That's what the Bible says. So if you want a new marriage, you're going to have to speak it into existence. That's going to be the first step. And you know, some people are trying to, uh, they say they want a great marriage, but their words say the opposite. Mm-hmm. And you, you can't have that contradiction in, in your life. So if you want a great marriage, um, you, have to think a, you have to think it first and then speak it second. And then your actions will line up with your words. Absolutely. It's, I mean, it's when, when we, um, I, okay, so we have Apple products in our house. I'm not advertising, but we just do. And Renee and I, I've, you know, when I've tried to, to do something on an Apple, I'm like, I can't figure this out. But then once I figure it out, I'm like, oh, it's so simple. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> once the, you figure it once out, once you figure it out, it's like, oh, it's so simple. And the word of God is the same way. It, you know, it's like you're trying to do stuff, and it's like once you figure it out, oh, okay. So I just need to constantly think. The Bible talks about thinking about you know things that are pure, lovely, just, honest, so on and so forth. I need to speak it, and then my actions will line up with it. It's so simple, but we have such a hard time doing it. Because we're looking at other people and we're looking at other marriages. and But they, the other marriages you're looking at, like Renee just said, you don't know what goes on behind the closed doors. And if, if that couple is intentional in having a great marriage and you're not, you're going to be frustrated. Because mm-hmm. you're going to be looking for a shortcut. And there is no shortcut when it comes to a great godly marriage. That'll preach right there. You know, sometimes, offering. sometimes, yeah. Dollar sign, Doug and Renee. Dollar sign, Doug and Renee. I'm going to send you an <laughs> offering right now. Because sometimes when we are uh, looking at other people, like Doug just mentioned, we want what they have, but we don't want to do what they did to get what they got. Mm-hmm. And we end up disappointed. And and they're two different people, two different backgrounds, two different experiences anyway. So, we can't mimic precisely what other people have done to get what they got. Yeah. Um, not to say we can't have a successful, thriving marriage, and those who have been married for 30, 40, 50 years, 
that that isn't possible. It certainly is possible, but you're going to have to do it, as you mentioned earlier, the way God, the race that God set for your marriage. You're going to have to pace yourself because God has given you your grace, Mm -hmm. his grace for your race. And so stop trying to run other people's race uh, because you can't. Everybody has a different race to run. And... You know, as you as you know, on Saturdays I've been helping teach a marriage class, and one of the questions that came up was, "Why'd you get married?" And all the husbands, and even the the men who were not um, husbands, you know, they're all saved now. But one of the things that I think almost everybody in the class who was a husband said, you know, they were saved and they prayed about it, and God showed them, you know, the person who they, you know, their current wife. <clears throat> they were like, you know, this is my wife and so on and so forth. And so when it came time for me to share why we got married, that wasn't my testimony. That's not our testimony. It's not. And and just to, you know, try to put this all together, our testimony is our testimony. God has graced us that we didn't start out the way everybody else started out. I ain't going to say everybody else. A lot of people start out, you know, oh, went to Bible study and I saw my wife across the room and the <laughs> angel started singing and I heard, I heard a deep voice, this is your wife. You know, <laughs> you know that's not, not our testimony. No <laughs> and so you have to be thankful for, you know, your story and your race and don't look to the left, don't look to the right, don't look at other people. I mean, it's always nice to, God will give you, put people in your life, you know, as an advertisement, as a God commercial. Examples. Yeah. Yep. Like, this is what you could have. But there's no shortcut. And I, I got to stress this, and I just feel it in my spirit. There's no shortcut. You have to do. God has one standard, the Bible. Mm-hmm. That's it. There, there's no plan B. There's no option B. There's... If you're going to do it God's way, if you want God's results, you have to do it God's way. And we've tried to look at the world. We see people get together and they divorce and they remarry and all this other stuff. And it seems like, you know, the world is doing this. The world should never be our example. Never. Especially when it comes to a godly marriage. How can you look to the world as your example? So. Wow. I just want to say. You know, whatever your story is, whatever your storm is right now that you're going through in your marriage, every marriage goes through storms. Every marriage, some self-inflicted, some brought on by life, some brought on the Lord allows the devil. You know, even just read the book of Job and, you know, storms come. But how you go through the storm and this is why it's so important to marry the right person at the right time, because you're going to go through a storm. And you have to be mindful of every marriage goes through a storm. It's not, it's inevitable. It is, the Bible talks about the storm coming and the house was built upon sand and it washed it away and there was one built upon the rock. So you just have to, every marriage, please hear me, hear my heart. I know, I know it looks bad and you're listening to a podcast of a couple that have gone through storms. There have been times where Renee wanted to leave. There have been times where I wanted to leave. But for some reason, God graced us and we stayed together. And we were just talking about that the other night. And, you know, now we're able to share our story. 
everything you're going through in your marriage is not necessarily about you. It's about helping someone else. It's about God's glory being revealed in your life. Yes. And you have to see that. Even though you can't physically see it, you have to spiritually see that sometime, somewhere in the future, God's going to use this. He's going to get the glory out of it. He's going to use what you went through to help somebody else. And a lot of times when we're in the midst of the storm and the the rain is clouding our 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 vision, our perception. We have to see inside that, okay, God is going to get me through this. Think about something that he's brought your marriage through. Think about something that you've overcome, that God, you know, brought you through it. He's going to bring you through this too. You just have to see it and you have to believe it. And once he brings you through it, journal it, keep, keep a record of it. Because it's going to come up. See, God's going to allow you to be a blessing to somebody else if you would allow him to use you in that way. Uh, Again, you have to make yourself available for God to use. But I think it's important for you just to realize that every storm... They're, you know, just like their seasons. We talk about this in our book, Shameless Plug, His Story. Her Story. God's Glory. And we talk about their different seasons in your marriage. And just as it is in a natural, there's a a winter, a spring, a summer, fall. The same holds true in your marriage. Ecclesiastes 3 tells us to everything there's a time and a season, a time to laugh and a time to cry a time to sow, a time to reap, and so forth and so on. And so in your marriage, it's true too. You're going to have different seasons. It's not always going to be holding hands, skipping through the tulips. Sometimes it will be, and to God be the glory for those wonderful times. But it's in the storms that you come out stronger and that you could be a testimony to somebody else to help somebody else to overcome their storm. I don't know how we got on this topic, <laughs> because this is far from what we had planned on for yes, today. But is. to God be the glory, somebody needed to hear this. And, and again, talking about being available for use, we just want to be available for his use. So we pray and we ask God to use us. And when we speak on topics that's off topic, we're fine with that mm-hmm. because we like God must have steered us in this direction for someone. So this past weekend... We um we had the pleasure of doing a little this past weekend. I know I'm repeating myself. <laughs> this, <laughs> this behind the scenes. This past weekend we had the pleasure of you know going away. Uh, just you know get away without going away. That's a phrase I use. We didn't get on the airplane or anything. We just drove. You know, mm-hmm. got away from from here, and we had a great time. We did. We we really had a great time. We had the opportunity to to be with family and you know for a couple of hours. Yes. But overall, we just had a great time this past weekend, just getting away. Yeah. And we had the opportunity, just you and I, to get away from you know, even though we brought work with us, <laughs> um, schoolwork. We had an opportunity just to connect, just to reconnect, just to talk, just to walk, just to listen, just to enjoy each other's company. Just to drive. Um, and just to ride, because <laughs> I am a professional rider. <laughs> yes, I will hold the phone. I will look at the map. 
as long as I don't forget my glasses. Oh, Jesus. Another story. Oh, Lord. (laughs) (laughs) But we had a wonderful time. And so with that idea in mind, um, we're still praying Mm -hmm. for marriages. And I would like to pray. I was telling Doug that I wanted to pray for um, one of the topics that we touched on last year was to invest in your marriage because I think it's so important that we don't lose sight of investing in our marriage. And an investment doesn't mean you have to spend money. Mm -hmm. If you spend some, it doesn't mean you have to spend a lot. If you have a lot and you want to spend a lot, more power to you, spend a lot. Um, But you don't have to. Investing in your marriage sometimes means investing time. Yes. It might mean investing energy. Energy because you're tired, you had a long day, and you don't feel like coming home. You just want to decompress or you just want to go to bed. But sometimes you got to put those emotions aside and invest time and energy into uh, spending time with your spouse. And so I want to pray for marriages today. Uh, in the area of investing in your marriage. Because if you don't spend time with your spouse, someone or something else will. Mm-hmm. That is a true statement. So it is important that you, like Renee said, I know you're tired, you have a hard job, you do work a lot of hours, but something my wife told me years ago, you don't have to make every dollar. She told me that years ago. I'll never forget it. Yes. And he hasn't missed those dollars, as far as I could tell, because one of the things that my mom in love always said, you can't miss something you never had. And so he still has me. That's all the dollars in the world he needs. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And we're laughing, but that's true. When you look back over your life, you say, okay, what could... You know, you don't want to have regrets. You don't mm-hmm. want to say, what could I have done differently? And we're trying to help you um, invest the time. And that way you don't have to look back and say, I wish I could have, I should have mm-hmm. not stayed at work that extra hour. Or I wish I had paid more attention to my wife. I wish I had paid more attention to my husband because now something else is is vying for their attention. Whether it be the television, whether it be another person, whether it be, you know, them shopping or doing things that you don't particularly care for that causes tension in your relationship. And it's because they're, they're a lot of times crying out. Mm -hmm. We're communicating even when we're not speaking the things we do and the actions, uh, which is the same thing. The things we do are our actions. Uh, But those are sometimes screaming out things that our mouth is not articulating. And I know you're going to pray for investing in marriage. Yes, sir. If you sow a seed or seeds of not being there for your spouse, you know, I'm too tired, you're going to reap a harvest because at some point you're going to want your spouse to be there for you. Mm. At some point, it's inevitable. And at what you could say, it, what goes around, goes around, what goes around, comes around. The universe has however you want to word it. Karma, and karma, all that whatever stuff. you want, however you want to word it. But you sow a seed, you reap a harvest. You reap what you sow. So if you don't have time for your spouse, if you don't make time, if you're not intentional in having time for your spouse, when that comes back around, when that when that bill comes due, 
you're going to want your spouse to be there for you and they will not. And you have no one to blame but yourself. So um, with that being said, I, you're going to pray for investing time in marriage. And investing I, in your marriage. Investing in, in your marriage. And then I want to pray for those marriages or those couples that may be experiencing disappointment in their marriage. Okay. And then we'll just, wow, we've, we've, the Lord is good. Cause we, like you said, we didn't plan on talking about what we talked about. Yes, so. God is good. God is good. Yes, he is. All right. So if you time. have your spouse with you, go ahead and hold your spouse's hand. You can always pause it and say, hey, spouse. I want hey, you spouse. To, hey, spouse. <laughs> whatever your spouse's name is. Hey, spouse. You know, come come pray with me um, or come listen to this prayer with me as, as we hold hands. Um, or just imagine, if you will, they're there with you if they're not. And we're going to go before the Lord in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you in the mighty name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. First and foremost, we want to give you praise. We want to give you glory. We want to give you honor. And we want to say thank you, God, because there is none like you. We don't take it for granted. We don't want to take it for granted. We don't want to take it lightly that you blessed us to see another day. So we say thank you. We thank you for opening our eyes and our ears and our heart to receive what you would say to us in this moment, in this day. We thank you, God, for the roof over our head, the clothes on our back, our spouses, God. We thank you for the spouses that we gave us, that you gave us, God. They may not be perfect, God, but you know what? Neither are we. Father, it's in you we live and move and have our being. So we pray in the name of Jesus that you just bless us to appreciate our spouse uh, for who they are and who they are in our lives. Father, I want to pray for investing in marriage. God, I pray for all our listeners, whether they're married or they intend to be married, they would like to be married. Father, in the name of Jesus, I lift them up to you, God. I pray for supernatural creative ideas for them to learn to invest their the time in their marriage, to invest money in their marriage, to invest energy in their marriage, to invest love in their marriage, to just invest in their marriage, God. Show them ideas, God, whether it's a, a picnic on the floor in the living room when the kids go to sleep, whether it's a picnic in the park, whether it's a walk, God, whether it's just turning off the television putting down the cell phones and looking each other in the eyes and having open, honest communication. I pray in the name of Jesus that you will prick the hearts of the husbands and the wives to invest more into their marriage. God, I pray that you would uh, show them retreats that they could go on, whether it's virtual or in person, books that they can buy, Bible studies that they could attend. Show them ways that they can invest in their marriage like never before so that they can continue to walk in the ministry that you called them to, to walk it out 
as you would have them to walk it out, to run the race that you've given them at the pace that you've given them. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for resources, God. I pray for mentors. I pray for people that would help them, even if it's going out on a date with another couple, God, where they would sit and have dinner, God. Even if it's at a McDonald's, there's McDonald's all over the world, wherever it may be. Father, whatever, even if it's just going to a convenience store and getting a, a bag of chips and a, and a tea, God, and they go for a walk, whatever it is, God, show them ways to invest in their marriage, God, and just continually rekindle, restore, rejuvenate the love, the respect, the honesty, and the repeat the appreciation for one another. Bless each and every marriage under the sound of my voice, God. God, I thank you for blessing marriages. I thank you for restoring them. I thank you for helping them to invest in one another, God. Even in the time of prayer, let them pray about ways that you would have them to be a better husband and a better wife. And we thank you and we praise you for helping them to invest in their marriage in such a way that pleases Jesus, you in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And Father, we come before you right now as humbly as we can. We just thank you for the opportunity to pray for our brothers, our sisters out there who are listening to us, who you've blessed us to be able to, you know, speak into their lives. We don't take it for granted. We don't take it lightly. And so this prayer is for the prayer of disappointment in marriage. Mm. Father, you see the hearts. You see the tears that have been shed. You see the tears that are running down the cheeks right now. You see the tears when they go to bed and roll over in the bed and the husbands have to cry themselves to sleep and wives are crying themselves to sleep because of disappointment. So we thank you, Father. We understand that delayed is not denied. And so we just pray right now that as they think on uh, things that are lovely, pure, honest, just, and of a good report, as they start speaking, uh, life and death is in the power of the tongue, that their actions will line up with that. Let them become the change that they want to see in their spouse. Your word says what you put together, let no man put asunder. So we thank you, Father. Let the let the couples that are listening to this podcast, let them not look to the left or to the right, but let them run the race that was set before them in yes, their marriage. Let them be a blessing. Let them have other couples over. I know they're thinking no one wants to hear from us, but yes, someone needs to hear from you. You have a testimony. You have a story that someone needs to hear. There's a couple running behind you, coming behind you that needs to understand the pitfalls and the traps that the enemy may have set for them. So they need to hear your story. They need to hear your testimony. And so, Father, we thank you that even though they may be disappointed, even though they may be disappointed right now, it's just a season. It's just a season. This too shall pass. This too shall pass. So we speak life and life more abundantly into every marriage that is represented on this podcast. Every marriage that's listening to this podcast, life more abundantly. The enemy came to steal, kill, and destroy, but you came that we may have life and life more abundantly. So we just speak life, Holy Ghost life, Life. the God type of life that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above anything that we may ask or think. So even though disappointment is there, 
We know you're able to ch- turn around that disappointment. We know you're able to, to eradicate disappointment. So these marriages will be a, a beacon of hope in in an otherwise dark world. So we thank you, Father. I thank you for every marriage. I believe in godly marriage. Let these marriages be intentional in what they are doing. Yes, and for God. this, we touch and agree. We extend our faith with every couple that's listening to this podcast. And we touch and agree and say it is so. In yes. Jesus' name. In Jesus' Amen. name. Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us. We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened, and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also, feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.